Have we talked about yet who Polnareff is named after? Yeah, yeah. Polnareff is actually named after somebody, which I didn't know because I'm not hip to... Um, 1970s French pop French. music with the leather pants and the sunglasses and the yeah just look up Polnareff think bleached perm yeah wrap around shades and uh, le- leather Polnareff. pants and the, and the name Polnareff it's incredible it's like, it's great. I, it's you like when Google Darius him. was like oh Polnareff is named after a French rocker I was like a French rocker that Iraqi is into amazing and then he pulled no. it up and I was like a oh, French rocker that Iraqi is into, into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's very lookist of me, and <laughs> maybe his music is incredible. Who knows? But We'll also, never know. We'll never find yeah, out. That we, will, that will, historians will debate that because for, it, for centuries. Yeah, that yeah. information is um, lost to time. But that's there for you if you're curious. Um, if anyone I do, wants to do research and listen to Polnara. And let us know what it's like. Yeah. We don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> but, but we want to know your impression. We do want to hear secondhand. Yeah. I love knowing other people's opinions. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. My name's Courtney Stanton. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Darius Kazemi. Hooray, we did it, and we, we didn't did mess it. up once. And we're going to talk about <laughs> the most exciting episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to date. Absolutely riveting. I literally don't know what it's called. Silver Chariot. It's called Silver your Chariot. Your favorite oh. stand. <laughs> it's named after it's your very It's called Sword favorite. Guy. Right. <laughs> Sword Guy stand. Sword Guy online. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had the internet back then, Courtney. Um, uh, it did exist at university. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I think so. Polnareff had the internet back no. then. No, no, I think he no. was jerking off in a field. Why? <laughs> Why a field? He's well, French. All his what? All his flashbacks just show wheat fields. I just assume we only see one. Flashback. We only see two flashbacks. One is in a wheat field, and one is in Dio's house. Yeah, so I so assume, I assume he was jerking off in Dio's house. Right, that makes a, a lot given. more sense. Well, but when he's not living at Dio's house, I just assume he's jerking off. It wasn't in even a, it wasn't even a himself flashback. It was a flashback of a story he was told about his sister. <laughs> yeah, but they were walking home and so Not him though. Yeah. Well, his sister, but I assume that she was walking home to her house. Maybe they grew up in the big city and then she moved out for school or she was at boarding okay, school. Okay, wait, now it's getting too much in the other direction. All right. <laughs> Okay. All right. I think we can all agree that Polnareff did not necessarily spend his youth jerking off in a wheat field. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a reach, Courtney. I'm just saying he didn't have the internet. Just because you grew up in Indiana. Cornfields in Indiana. That's what you do when you don't have the internet. You go straight to wheat fields. That's why the internet is good. It saves our children from... <laughs> Spending too much time in wheat fields. Yeah. Okay, so teach the controversy. You were worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about. I I had no idea what you had coming. (laughs) Anyway, where were we? What what happens in this episode? Last episode, we left off at a fire clock. Yes. Oh, which which never comes up again. (laughs) No, it does. Immediately gets cut in half. Immediately gets cut in half. It's just because Abdal's like, well, I can control flames, so I'll just make the fire clock go away. He can make the fire burn in whatever direction he wants. Oh, right. I remember. He's like, you don't understand. You think that fire is the way it is, but actually it's not. It's another way. And then Polner F is like. You think it'd be what it is, but it don't. And then (laughs) Polner F is like. Well, fuck you, buddy. I can stab fire. Sure. What? I can, I can, also, can. I can also stab the space between nothingness. I can stab the concept of nothingness. Okay, so I just have to figure out, <laughs> these two guys are so high. Like, they're just... <laughs> 
What if my fire is your water? (laughs) What if, what if, but what's between the molecules, man? Like, I'm like, oh my God. What if you stab, like, nothing they are so close to Does going that make nothing something, something? yeah they're they are they are this close to going in together on a cutco knife sales like routine like they're just uh i know those guys i love those guys i hung out with those guys a lot in high school when we were jerking off in cornfields um <laughs> what's happening i'm just saying those guys are like oh, they're no, they they're like pull nerve like I don't know like what normal people when they're seeing nothing like that's because nothing is happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if if it were uh if if we were like objective observers and we didn't have their point of view like as an intermediary, we would just see them like just sitting, yeah, not doing anything, yeah, right, like just like staring into space and like maybe gesturing. Yeah, like Polnareff <laughs> has one of those like cocktail swords, yeah, yeah. and that's all that's happening. <laughs> uh, Abdal has a match. Yeah, I was gonna say like a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Let's go to this amusement park." Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard there. I was reading in Weird Hong Kong that, <laughs> that there's this awesome old amusement park that no one, you know, yeah, that, it's that's, free. Uh, it's free. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., right, Courtney? Yes, it is. So, yeah, in the manga, we get to learn more facts about... Tiger Bomb Garden. Yes. So, yeah, Tiger Bomb Garden, founded by the creator of Tiger Bomb. Uh, Which, if you don't know, is a, it's a little... It's fucking great. Yeah, it's a cream that you can... Li- it's kind of like Icy Hot that we have yeah, over here. Yeah, I was going to say, you know? it's like too intense it's great um they make two kinds smells weird there's the clear kind and the cinnamon kind the cinnamon kind stains your clothes and the clear kind doesn't so make your choices (laughs) (laughs) i personally i usually like cinnamon things but not not in this case advertising idea Uh, (laughs) oh yeah sponsorship Uh, tiger bomb Um, but yeah so the creator of tiger bomb built this tiger bomb garden it is free and open to the public from 9am to 4pm in the 80s 365 (laughs) days a year according to a rocky in this issue 1991 yeah but yeah there's a little placard in the manga in the anime Kakyoin knows this information because that's Kakyoin's job so that's where they go they go hang out in tiger bomb garden because that's where Abdal can spread out to do his fire magic yeah. Right. Uh, and, and we already, but we already see Polnareff being like, it wouldn't be fair to fight you in here. I want to fight you out in the open where you're like a super effective warrior. Because Polnareff is chivalrous. Yes. Yeah, because he's French. But I also like how Polnareff is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, a common, a common trait of the French is yes. that they're honorable. But so, okay, so we head outside the restaurant and, and then they have a boring fight. Yeah. yeah, they, they have, have a, a fight that was engineered in the lab for me to fall asleep during it. It's, it's really not that remarkable. A Sword fight. versus fire. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, Polnareff, it's like, I think this is literally just like, you have to do the things to show off to make Avdol like you so that you can be on the squad. I like the part in the middle of the fight where they think he's yeah. he's dead and then he gets up and he's like floating. I think that's kind of cool. I like when his... And when Silver Chariot's off. armor comes off, and I like the statue of the statue he carves of, <laughs> yeah. of, of Magician's Red because it's complete nonsense, and also because Magician's Red is just like an ugly stand, Horn, and like, horny, horny foghorn yeah. Lighthorn. Yes, and I was thinking, like, how <laughs> much would it suck to like actually have that statue like in your yard? <laughs> 
Well, and I also think, like, now that we're talking about it, I also think part of it is that, like, they, tr- I think they made a mistake in trying to replicate this fight from the manga a little bit. Because okay. it makes no sense in the manga. Like, Avdal is describing things that Polnareff apparently did, where he's like, oh, but actually you stabbed the statue, and that, and, like, it imbued it with fire. I imbued it with fire, and it melted its joints, and that made it move, and so you got confused. I think they made a mistake, because it's yeah. like, but even, like, in the fight, it's like Polnareff is stabbing at a weird fire thing, and I don't even understand right. what is happening right. on screen. Yeah. yeah. And then someone explains to me right. both what the characters thought were happening and then what and was what actually right, yeah, because pretty... Araki hadn't gotten a hang of like storytelling illogical battles yet well yeah. it's it's just it's hard like action sequences are tough and are it requires yeah. skill yeah. and it's a different skill yes, well, than yeah. other stuff well and and this fight in particular reminded me a lot of the sort of boring Hammond battles where it's mm-hmm. just like, well, it's just yeah. like, well, I've Except got Hammond cross. Is prettier. Right. But I've got <laughs> crossfire hurricane. Oh, well, I can slash it up. Yeah, well, I've got. Turquoise overdrive. I've, I've got. Oh, yeah. You thought crossfire hurricane was, was, was badass. Try crossfire hurricane special. Right. One of the really interesting things to me about this battle as an avid player of the JoJo's video games, most of which are Stardust Crusade adaptations. That's why like I knew ahead of time that Avdol was going to do Crossfire Hurricane and that it was the thing shaped like an onk because like that's just a button that I press literally every day <laughs> on my phone and it makes him say Crossfire Hurricane. You know like like uh, or if you play any of the fighting games, like if you play the uh, Stardust Crusaders fighting game, like that's what you see. You see, you know, like, you know, Crossfire Hurricane is like Avdol's Hadouken and, you know, right. the all the dumb, you know, sword moves all are all like iconic in these games right. because they're just these repeated moves over right. and over again. And I think, honestly, part of what, Eliz, you and I find sort of eye-rolling and dull about the character designs of the stands make them so easy to adapt to video games. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because in a video game, it's easy to be like, here's the guy, guy who controls fire, fire. here's sword guy, here's fire guy. Well, yeah. I mean, I always, you know, because I'm a big, like, JRPG player, and so I always think, like, oh, you know, like, because the first character you get is the sword guy, and then the second character you get yeah, is the yeah. black mage, and then, like, right. the, you know, like, then you get, like, the healing character, or who's useless, aka Holly, and you get, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you get, like, the the uh, the monk character right, who punches. Right. So it's very like it's structured like that. And so it's like it makes yeah. sense to me why they've yeah. adapted yeah. this so much. Though yeah. it should be they should make it into like a real ass JRPG. Like, right. I would play. Well, it. Well, but we not, did. We oh, yeah. did. Well, they did on no, the Super that's Famicom. No, that's not. That's not the same because it's like it's the, the screen. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's not like it's, a, like it's not like Final Fantasy VI. But or something, I guess but. Seventh Stand user is actually. Yes, yeah, so that's true. Seventh Stand user is. But I wanted to not start this crusade. But I do think the ending is badass. Where. Polnareff's on fire <laughs> and and Avdol's like here's a dagger fucking kill yourself <laughs> yeah. you know like it's this is a painful way to die and, po- and Polnareff's like I'm just gonna be really? a good sport yeah. he's like I'm gonna be a good I'll sport a good and sport burn to death burn to I'll be a good sport and die he's like it just out of respect for, <laughs> for the other fighter so they're like alright you're super chivalrous and you're very honorable so let's we can't let you die we can't let you die Jotaro do your thing and so Jonah. Oh, well, first Avdol is like, let me use my thumb to gently unveil your flesh bud. Yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Because they much. assume he has one. So I guess this whole time. Get they a know. room. Yeah. I mean, there's something there's something very finding the clit about that moment. Yeah. Thank you for saying it explicitly. I just wanted well, to Well, I'm standing here like I don't making think, I, yeah, yeah. semi-vague it's, it's gestures. Not going to, your gestures are not gonna come through. So We are so good at radio though. I think we, we are. would have yeah. figured it out. <laughs> um <laughs> 
like I think everyone can just see Eliza's scrunched up little face yeah, and her it, little clawed thumb <laughs> in their minds. But it, it's um, it, it's the flesh bug continues to be sex. the flesh bug. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh bug continues to be disgusting. It, yes. it, it quivers a oh little. God. I do love the visual joke of like, they just kind of pan away and the surgery happens off screen, but you see the tentacles yeah, and, and you see Joseph's Joseph. like, ah! Yeah, it's Joseph weird. Joseph is grossed out by it. It is, it's like, it's this weird like half panning the way that they pan for like a kiss or something and and half panning like for a murder like a bird like or a baby's being born like I don't know it's like something's weird (laughs) or like it's a murder and a kiss and a birth all at the same time really that's what so like the pigeon fight in Battle Tendency yeah that's what bringing someone onto the Jojo team is usually it's it's always murder birth kiss yeah murder birth and kiss like fuck marry kill yeah yeah it's it's basically (laughs) murder birth kiss yeah there you go yep yeah but then so now Polnareff is like also, apparently, he's not actually almost burned to death. He's fine. Yeah. He's right. Fine. He like had some sort of layer of frame flame retardant on him. Sure. Or, or 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 it was all a ruse because it was just an interview fight anyway. Oh, yeah. So it was so uh, Avdol was using fake fire. He rubbed right. some dirt on it and walked it off. And yeah. he's it was great a simulation. <laughs> They're like suddenly in a shipyard and about to get on a ship, and he's like, "I'm going to Egypt with you." Well, and Joseph like, sure. is like, "Well, now that you're not." Flesh butted anymore. We can be pals. Yeah, we can be buddies. buddies. Right, right, right. Buddies. Yes. Um, but they, which, um, which yes. is a pun that I made two episodes. Oh my god! Ago, so. I forgot about the fact that it was a pun. Yeah. So me like... and me and Joseph are on the same wavelength. Yeah. And then... Oh, and we get his backstory. So one of the things that I don't like about Star Wars Crusaders, one of the reasons that I think it is the worst JoJo arc, I think that the best thing about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, one of the best things, is the really interesting and weird and crazy backstories that all the side characters get and the main characters. And there are, like, no backstories in Stardust Crusaders. And, like, one of the only ones that we get is this bullshit, like, (laughs) rape of a woman as a motivation for a man's action backstory for Polnareff, whose sister was, quote-unquote, shamed and murdered. Yeah. Like... And Iraqi, we've talked about this before that like Iraqi, I think, my theory is that generally Iraqi uses dog deaths where yeah. other authors use sexual assault as a way right. to indicate like, this character is fucking evil right. and bad. Maybe but, maybe by sister, Polnareff meant my dog. Named sister. Named sister. <laughs> Wait, I love this theory. Yes. And, and, this, and this mysterious stand user murdered my dog and sister. shamed- <laughs> yes, yes. Murdered my dog's sister and shamed. Okay, and shamed can we go her. with this? Sure. <laughs> I don't think we ever. Polnareff see... is Polnareff is John Wick. Oh no! But I mean, we'll eventually get the episode where there's yeah, the weird but, ghost. But, but he should have well, known. We, yeah, he should have yeah. known it wasn't really her when it was a human. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, sure. I'm fine. Accepted. Yeah, okay, accepted cool. Into good. Canon. Good. New canon. <laughs> uh, but um, so but yeah, no. I, I see what you're saying. Dog though. gets killed. Yeah. Uh, no, but 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 the. But no, but, but this really, is really it's, the it's only yeah. like instance of this in all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like the extended universe. Yeah, we have we have anime moms getting fridged through like other means, but yeah. we don't have sexual assault of a woman directly motivating yeah. a man's yeah. you know story. And arc. even even apart from like fridging and sexual assault fridging, whatever that's called, you you only have like in all of JoJo like less than a handful of sexual assaults even mentioned at all. And the fact that like in Stardust Crusaders, you have both Polnareff's sister bullshit 
and Holly being like, whatever the fuck is going on? Like every <laughs> facet of of Holly yeah. is a problem. Yeah. It's just, it's it's not great. It's and like, then also, uh, yeah. as Darius mentioned earlier, the entire character of Jotaro. Right. Right. Just uh, so aggressively hates women. Yeah. Like Stardust Crusaders is the most misogynist arc of Jojo's For sure. Yeah. yeah. For all that we were like joking a lot about Joseph and his weird like not liking women and being gay through all of battle tendency. Like yeah. Jodoro really hates women. Yeah. Yes. And like it's really gross. To give you a sense of how he doesn't use sexual assault. The entirety of Arc Six basically takes place in a prison, in a prison, a women's in a prison. women's prison, and there's no sexual assault. Like, I mean, there's, there's like, like there's like a little bit maybe alluded yeah. to, but like it's not like it's not like something that yeah. is just it's, it would have been so easy for him yeah. to make it like a central thing. And there's so never like there's just not he just doesn't use rape as a narrative device like ever. It's except, just not except this except time. this time. Yeah. And which so it's is well, and so, yeah. uh, and a little bit with Angelo. Too, but, oh yeah, yeah. Well, and but, yeah. well, there's a character who is like the worst criminal ever, um, and in, in part, part four, four right? Who, and he gets one of the worst yes, endings, truly, ever. truly yeah, the yeah. worst. But he, his backstory is that he's like raped children, yeah, boys and girls, right? And like one of the things that's unique about JoJo's, I think, is that um, of the sexual assaults that we see, half of them are towards boys or men and half of them are towards women or girls which is like so unusual um but this is really like the pull nerve sister is really the only example of this like the sort of classic trope yeah exactly it's really really tropey and i hate um, it yeah <laughs> and it's like and it fits into like a very tropey season yeah, where it's exactly. just like yeah. we have this main character who's a loner who hates women and then like one of his sidekicks is motivated by yeah. the like yeah. rape and murder of his sister. And it's is, like, right. it's like this, and there's a black mage and there's a priest. <laughs> right? and there's a, yeah. Well, I think that is probably why it stands out to me. Like, I mean, apart from the fact that it really is unique, it's also like if this if Polnareff's sister's backstory were in like Steel Ball Run or Vento Oreo, it'd be like that's a blip. Yeah, it would yeah. be like that's weird. I mean, there is and there is problematic shit in those arcs, but like with the, it's just like oh. It almost feels like it confirms like an yeah. overall attitude. Yeah, of I right. feel you. Arc. I yeah. get it. Yeah, which um, yeah, and it is well, and as in the notes of volume one, I think it is um, of the Jojonium, Araki talks about how he actually like based Jodoro Kujo on like Clint Eastwood and was trying to do like a very sort of traditional loner hero thing with Stardust Crusaders, and that like Jojo was originally planned to be a trilogy and so that this was going to be like the final arc and so when like thinking about it that way it's like okay i kind of it's like so, so he wanted it to be like a road trip and to yeah and like he be, wanted it and he like was using media as inspiration that like is very kind of macho culture yeah, oh, yeah. i'm like well yeah if you're basing your teen hero off of dirty harry right no, things are not going to go yeah. a certain way. Yeah. So it is, I mean, yeah, so if he is using those sorts of things as inspiration, maybe that explains why it's so tropey. Like maybe he was doing that on purpose or something, but he just really missed the mark. Well, it's like, it's, yeah. cert it's certainly like, I think creates a vibe that like really, I think makes it much more difficult for some of the like wonderful flavor that I think we all yeah. like a lot about Hirohiko yeah. Rocky's work yep. to come through. It's, yeah. And it makes it harder to recommend like even yeah. though even though it's really popular and like the most I mean maybe this is why it's the most popular yeah. but 
because it's, you know... It's for basic bitches. It is. It, <laughs> it is. is. Yeah. Something that I do want to say about the actual flashback, though, mm-hmm. um, I find it very interesting that Polnareff's uh, vision of this murderer is of him completely naked <laughs> yeah. with, with a bubble butt. What? Yeah. What in the world? Wait, Courtney, what were your notes again? Uh, Polnareff is looking for a man with two right arms, no clothes, and a great ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, what the hell? Yep. Yep. So it's such like a weird the whole the tone of Stardust Crusaders is fucking bizarre. The tone of this episode I, is weird, and the tone of this scene is like what is like we just got done talking about how it's like it's so macho and gross and like misogynist, and then it's like I'm searching for my sister's killer. He's here's his really hot. Here's his taint. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So well, like, what? Well, like Joseph, could you take off your glove? Mm-hmm. Could you bend over for me? <laughs> Yeah. Like what? Like well, what? And and <laughs> this also gets into the thing where, you know, he's looking for a killer with two what right hands? Two yeah. Right hands. Two right yeah. hands. And uh and this also leads us to getting our only battle yeah. tendency reference yeah. in all of Stardust I Crusaders. Think, I mean it is we've said it's possible that he references quote unquote a battle fifty years ago, like once or twice more, but I don't remember it. And he, we know for sure he never references Caesar yeah. again. Ever. Yeah, the only important part. Or yeah. the Pillar Man. But this is the part where he says, oh, I lost my hand in a battle 50 years ago. And it's like, okay. A battle. Yeah. yeah. You know, no big deal. Just that one where I fucking killed, killed God. God. <laughs> you know, like, that's, you know, just a battle. If it was me, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm just trying to think. It's like one time... Like a year ago, I hit inbox zero, <laughs> and I didn't shut up about that shit on Twitter all day until someone emailed me again. I, like, I like, did you know that one time Darius visited the Viz office? <laughs> Imagine if if one Wait, of us tell had me killed about this. God. Yeah, right, like, yeah. I'm just like. What the hell? I mean, it's been 50 years. I'm just wondering how many decades it took before people finally got him to shut the hell up about it. Maybe, yeah, maybe, he's, maybe he's killed multiple gods in the last 50 years. Or maybe he... Maybe it's just a routine Maybe for him he talked now. about he's it so much that people like yelled at him about it and was like, you yeah. need to shut the like, fuck up Like he has like a that. swear jar, but it's yeah. like a car's it's a jar. car's jar. <laughs> <laughs> we get Polnareff's visit to Dio. So we get to see that Dio is using... Hermit Purple for right. fortune for telling. crystal ball sure. scrying for scrying scrying and I do like it mentions that he's like it, Hermit Purple shows what's in your heart so Dio is so romantic like in the fucking nineteenth yeah. century England sense but so yeah. which is where so he's also from, in the so, you know gay all senses yeah um, but but yeah. yes he is but so he's very just, phantom blood so yes literally all those Dio sexts. Were what's in Joseph's heart. Uh, just, That's true. Just that That's out. a really good point. Just but point also, um, Dio nude. Uh, we also get to see Dio with uh, with his bird. Yeah, um, which is a, it's. We're not stupid. That bird's name is Pet Shop. Yeah, um, and comes back later. It, way later. Way, That's way, way honestly later. a really good name for a pet bird. It's incredibly it good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that bird's name is Pet Shop. In the manga, that bird just looks like a fucking bird. The bird is a the bird is a parrot. In yeah. the manga, and it's not wearing armor, which no. is great. It's like a like a and toucan. Or presu- presumably, but no, it's a parrot. Okay, whatever. Sorry. I don't. Come on. Uh, by the time the I don't know words. By the time, bee. yeah, toucan oh, is like toucan you. Sam. Oh yeah, that's yeah. how we know. Oh, yeah. That's how you know what a toucan thank is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Follow your nose to a fruit flavored surprise. 
I don't Kellogg's think Fruit Loop cereal. Wait, fruit flavored surprise? Is that really what the That was one of the Darius ads, yes. knows ev- don't. I have don't a bunch of well, don't that's go to the, the mat that's the wrapping that's the wrapping rhino uh advertisement. He knows all don't. I believe you me, don't I want to find out I, how much he I knows. know every about cereal or yeah, anything. No, about advertisements where cartoon characters rap from the eighties. <laughs> I know I told you you didn't want to know about these. I told you. Oh, I do want to point out when Dio and Polnareff are, are having their little tete-a-tete. We get to see Polnareff experience the joy and fear. Yeah, that mm-hmm. Enya was talking about. That Enya talks about of being confronted with Dio. Like he totally- yeah. it's, and I, penetrated I, by him. Well, mm-hmm. yes. But right. I just, I love it. It's like it's by really there in his face and stuff, that weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, it actually does feel really satisfying to see this weird multi-season- exploration of like terror that Iraqi yeah. has going on yep. where he was like, yep. I like weird, tiny bottle ghost stories. Mm-hmm. What if I just fuck people up over and over again and we just get to psychologically like screw with them and we just like draw it more and more. Yep. I like drawing that part. And it's like, yeah. he's just found all these ways to do that. And now it's like, Oh, we get to just show you tiny moments of the main characters being terrorized mm-hmm. gloriously. And it's, it's like, dark good job, man. Like, but like in that way where it's like, he grew, we saw him grow. He leveled up. He put right. like 15 yeah. character points into, <laughs> into narrative and now he's doing it better. Yeah. And I'm like, yay. Yeah. yeah. So the episode ends on girls trying to hit on Jotaro again. Like, the, like these I like, <laughs> we get some interiority yeah. for them where they're like, could you take my yeah, picture? This is my chance here, yeah. you know, and, and he's just like, fuck off. And, and Darius this time, just did a really good dismissive gesture. <laughs> yeah. and and then, which is, by the way, meaner than he has ever been in his entire life. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, instead of Kakuin coming in to, to save the day, it's Polnareff this time. Uh, and he mm. does his like over the top, like French, like kind of doting gay man yeah. type thing, but also like, horny French guy yeah, type like, thing. Like very in that sort of French coded as effeminate. Flamboy- yeah, thing. exactly. Effeminate, that's the word. French effeminate. Um, And this is where I really like, now that they're all together and they're all kind of comfortable with each other, we start to get one of the, like, the really powerful dynamics of the squad, which is, and part of what I think makes the, it starts to override some of the machismo of the trope of the, like, the road trip and mm-hmm. the stoic and, like, all the crap that Iraqi is, like, fueling this mm-hmm. fire. Uh which is they they comment on each other's actions all the time. So like no one else thinks that Jotaro's behavior towards women is okay. Right. right. And so there's always someone coming in and being like, excuse him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um but and keep the women away from that one. <laughs> and like and in this case, like Polnareff going on a dime from like my sister was raped and murdered and I have to avenge her and I have sworn and so I will travel with you to like, ladies, ladies, ladies. (laughs) Like, you look fabulous. Like everyone else is like, what is with him? That's weird. That's kind of weird. Like, is he... Does he have two different brains? One for his head and one for his dick? Right. What is very, that? He's very good at compartmentalizing. Um, And like, that's literally... That is like base... I mean, I kind of... Kind of... Like paraphrase, not really. But like, he, said no. he has the, his the top and body, bottom top of his body, the top, the toppy body bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, is he a top or is he a bottom? That's what we, that's what we need to know. But like, we can talk. But I really like, and that's actually part of what, I, like, the relationships that start to develop between the different people in the group in these tiny little moments, like. 
the beginnings and ends and like right. the little like in hotel lobbies and restaurants and street the cards. character moments. Are- like, Thank God, Araki like, eventually realized that that's the best part of his yeah comic because yeah. eventually that becomes like. 80% of it. But like that's where it like really starts to shine is because instead of just having like five muscle men who do muscle things and punch, it's like all these people being like, what's his deal? I'm like, I don't know. And like and just like Jodoro being like, Kakuin, don't you hate puns? Like just these little <laughs> yeah. these like at one of the other's expenses. Like just like these little like three on two or two to one of the other ones are like these little yeah. bopping. The way they all forth. have like a network of relationships with each other. Yeah. Also, this ends with what I think is like the canonical Yari Yare Daze. Like, that's I a think really it's, good one. Yeah. Like, he just, like, it's just like the perfect one. He's it's grabbing like, his hat. He grabs his rim of his hat. And uh, you mean yeah, his if you head, were going to have like the, his yeah. head, his, yeah, his hat appendage. His, yeah, his, his, his. his Horn, <laughs> hat shaped horn. His uni- he, What if Jodoro, maybe Jodoro is a unicorn? Oh God, and he his, probably and his, is. That's why I love his, him so much. The bill of his hat is the horn. Yeah, maybe that's what real unicorns are. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, like they're the, all the one with the horn is yeah. like a a stylization of right of, of, the, of the true hat. unicorn. Which is <laughs> that's just how they look to us. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> to another unicorn, Jotaro looks like a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Courtney's now I get it. it. Now I it. get it. I'm not a horse person, but I'm that. I'm now that. you're a horse. Person. Now the, I am. Yeah. The the title of this podcast is going to be like Jotaro is a unicorn, and people are going to think we're talking about sex. <laughs> right. And we're like, super no, no, we're, no. This is <laughs> no, literal. We mean, like this he's is, like he's, an actual he's a mythical horse. With horse. A horn on yeah. His head. Yeah. It explains <laughs> the fucking hat. Anything. <laughs> Anything to explain, to explain that. that hat, yep. okay? The yep. rest is his mane. Right. <laughs> so, oh, totally. yeah, that makes that's sense. It. Thank you very much for putting up with us yet another week uh, through this episode that was like kind of uneven, I gotta say. This is not a, not, not our is, episode. I mean, the, oh, the, the, I was the gonna episode say, no. of Stardust Crusade. This is our, gold. our oh, yeah. best work. Yes, yeah. absolutely. No. Oh, wait until this next episode we have coming up, which is just oh. a, who even, who just even a, knows just a doozy today. of a non-thing. All right. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. Where we don't. Tune in next week where we learn. No, we're going to have some great clothing discourse. Yes. So. And we're going to learn a lot more than we ever wanted to about boats. And acorn barnacles. Yes. Yes. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and OpenSignal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that a Rocky would leave for Tiger Balm Garden. 